take a short break just to let you know about becoming a breakout bestie. So we've launched a brand new subscription service for the small businesses that need us in your pocket. So why do you need to become a breakout bestie? Well, it's just a monthly subscription that gives you access to us when you need us. There's a closed group where you can ask us any question you need. There's also an anonymous posting on. So if you've got clients in the same group, you can ask us anything and we'll get back to you. Sometimes that'll be a quick answer. Other times it might be that we need a bit more of an in-depth chat. There'll also be uh, posts and information on the latest trends, the latest strategies for social media, upcoming things from HMRC that you may have missed, just anything you need to make your life easier to run your business. You'll also have access to our client base and money off discounts and vouchers for various services we've got coming out. This is brand new, it's only just been launched, so have a look, go on our website under besties and sign up soon. Two pubs a day are disappearing in England and Wales. Now, I'm sure that wherever you live in the UK, you've noticed that there's less pubs than there used to be. We have still got six pubs in Long Melford. I think it's because they're all different and they all offer completely different things. Yep. Drinkers, that's the that clientele, but now it's about food. You go there for your food experience and where it is, location obviously quite important. Yep. But it's like those businesses that, you know, they haven't diversified. You know, if you go back a few years now, we had Blockbuster. Blockbuster was worldwide. You'd go and get your film from there. So why are we not all watching Blockbuster? They had the market. They had the brand. Hi and welcome to Business Rainbows and Unicorns, where there's no such thing as failure if you don't try. This podcast is specifically for business owners or wannabe business owners. Say you've got a side hustle or you've got a passion for something and you think it'd be absolutely amazing or you see people that do amazing things with their passions and what they enjoy doing well you can do that so please subscribe it always helps a little podcast like ours listen along for tips tricks and advice you will just need to add your passion and spark to help you build a successful business and we hope you enjoy listening to this episode Hi and welcome to Breakout Business Rainbows and Unicorns, where there's no such thing as failure if you don't try. Now this episode of the podcast, we decided to jump on um, and just have a quick chat about the news. Um, So it's the 18th of September and today the BBC News has uh, put out a report and an article about two pubs a day are disappearing in England and Wales. Now I'm sure that Wherever you live in the UK, you've noticed that there's uh, less pubs than there used to be, albeit in Long Melford, one's gone. Mm. We've still got one, two, three, four, five, six, six. One street, I mean, it's great. Six in, six in a mile uh, high street of Long Melford. But yeah, the general trend is why the pubs are closing, why the shops are closing. Um, the I biggest mean, news at the moment is Wilco's closed... Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, two pubs a day disappearing in England, Wales. I'm assuming because they're not caught fire, which is the BBC have used a picture of a burnt down pub. <laughs> well, no, they say that one was because the crooked house in the West Midlands, once once dubbed the UK's wonkiest public house, was gutted in a fire but demolished without full permission. So kind of not what we're really talking about, really. I mean, don't go set fire to your pubs. That dealt. Well, yeah, there is that, but yeah. the overall um, number of pubs 
in England and Wales, including those vacant being offered to let, fell to 39,404 at the end of June. So 386 pubs disappeared throughout the whole of 2022. So having worked in um, in the pub industry before... Personally, I think it's because they've um, some pubs have diversified, or it's a lot of it comes down to marketing and having that choice. Now we have still got six pubs in Long Melford. I think it's because they're all different and they all offer completely different things. Yeah. Do you think? Yeah, because I mean, you've got the uh, the cheap side, <laughs> and then the expensive side. If you want a nice meal, you you yeah. have those that different. Yeah, and they have events on and they're really good at pushing events. But I think that's why the high street nowadays comes down to experiences. Mm. So you can't just... It's a bit like why um, Wilco's going. Why is Wilco going? Well, at the end of the day, it will be because sales bad or it might be some bad business decisions. But it's a transactional experience. So instead of going to Wilco and getting what I'm going to get, I can go on Amazon or online and get what I get for pretty much the same or similar price. There's certain shops, hairdressers, beauty therapists, that are now the high streets full of, but it's an experience. You can't get that online. No. So I think that personally, that what's going to survive the high street and what does well on a high street is things that you've got the full experience. You need the customer service. And if it is a shop just selling stuff, for want of a better phrase, or a shop that just sells products, what other experience is that? Is it that they're selling products that, A, you can't get on Amazon, or you have to um, buy online but there's a big uh, delivery cost? Is it that you want to touch and feel the product and understand how it's made and see the quality of it? Or what else is it? And I think you're the shop and the experience of the shop needs to back that up otherwise you can just go online and buy it which is ultimately why the high streets died yeah i mean i went to a pub um that would have closed down uh quite close to here i don't know if i can mention names but but i walked in there it was um it's born being bought by the community so one of the ones that are closing mm-hmm. from the brewery the community picked it up and bought it yeah um, and then obviously run it as part of that they run it three days a week so the experience was i went to a pub wasn't my first choice. Went to a pub down the road. They went in there about, what, six o'clock? Half five, six o'clock. Couldn't get a table. So I just want bar food, can sit in the bar. Bar was empty. Table of three. I'm just going to eat. You know, it's got loads of eating area outside. I don't mind sitting outside. Um, and was turned away. So they said they were full, but there's no way that... And then I drove past there after I'd finished at the other pub... And it was empty still. So the experience itself on that occasion, yes, maybe I should have booked, but it wasn't positive. No, I mean it the, has left a bad taste. It in was your basically mouth. the, the, the feel I got was that they wouldn't be able to handle it in the kitchen. Is is what the impression I got from that? Yes, yeah, so I went up the road, went to a community pub. They did say they normally get all the uh, leftovers from the um, pub down the road because they're not the first thought of. Uh, I walked in there, the lady was lovely, she was joking around, the experience itself, she was helping the children, like, what do you want, what do you like, we'll go and make it, whatever you want. Mm. So that kind of like made her feel welcome. Yeah, I phoned them up and I said, I can get a table in. Yeah, yeah, we'll get you in somewhere, don't worry. It's just that different level of experience. Yeah. And unfortunately, it's the poorer cousin of the two pubs. Mm-hmm. But actually, when you think about it, 
But once you've been there and you've had that experience, where are you going to? Where's your first choice next time? Well, right. Exactly. I'm trying very careful not to say the so. names. <laughs> <laughs> but it is. Is that if you've had a good experience in customer service? Why else? I mean, it's obviously well aware there's a whole business model and profit margins, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But we're kind of going back to the days of that. There's you want experience from people. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's down to money, and yes, you have to pay for good service and good employees, but I think people will pay it. Yeah. There's money out there. And if you're a pub owner, don't forget, I know things get busy, and you know I appreciate that you're sometimes the, the downside of your own success. There's a, there's, a, there's a word for that, isn't there? Victim of your own success. Victim of your own success, yes, you're very busy, but I think the customer service then starts to fall down. Yeah. Is that I don't need customers because they're going to come to me anyway. Yeah, exactly. And I think, you know... If you're thinking like that or you're wondering what's happening, get a friend. Get a friend that the pub don't know. Pop in. Do like yeah. a mystery shopper experience. Yeah. Come out, get their true opinion of actually an honest what went wrong or what, what they did right and what they didn't. Because yeah. it's very careful. Because you're very careful who runs your front of house because that's that first impression. When I mean, somebody walks in the door. Now, my front of house experience the other day was actually the manager. And it was the manager that let, let it down. Yeah. But then you have, I know managers and certain people that own the business, they'll be like, hands up, I'm not great at that. No. And if you're not... I've got the business idea, but I'm not good at that. I'm not good at people person. Yeah. Well, you just get the right person in to do it. It's like anything else. Don't like doing this, you outsource it. Mm. But it then goes back to the um, the like the episode we've just brought out about shopping local. Well, if you're not supporting those shops... Those shops need to, it's chicken and egg, isn't it? They've got to give you the good experiences and the confidence to go back. But if you're not got that, you won't go back. However, if you don't go back, the high street dies and you lose choice, you lose that experience yep. and you lose, and the only thing you'd be able to do is go online. Well, if you're like me, I don't like looking online. I like to touch, see, feel products. I like to know what I'm buying. The I'll... I've done it before at different fairs and different um, events. I've taken a card and later bought online, but it's because I've seen the product in the flesh first. Yeah. So it's kind of getting that package right, isn't it? And it's also not getting lazy with it. So like going back to being your victim of your own success, you can't be complacent about it. You need to be on to the next thing. So exactly. it's like... Liam was saying we've got Halloween coming up. So what are you doing for Halloween? How are you tying that in? Is it just that you're going to put pumpkins in the window? Or is it actually you can do a Halloween-themed something that suits your product and service? Do you bring in specific Halloween decorations? So if you're a gift shop, do you bring in nice upmarket decorations? Whatever it might be, just to try and keep it fresh, keep it changed, to keep that repeat customer experience so people come back time and time again now i argue we don't have a wilco here um we have q qd qd oh in my Ro- head voice is kind of similar isn't it i don't know yeah i mean you've never been but in those the wilco. yeah i have been in a place I've been in a Wilco because there's one in Berry. <laughs> you fell into one. <laughs> I didn't know what it was. Yeah, no, what's this? Oh, I'm... You're making out like I'm really posh. <laughs> Sorry, you shot really the waitress. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> it's only because I disagree with Tesco's. <laughs> but it's that, and we can we can go talk about your customer experience of a. Yeah. Waitrose, I found I out. I want my receipt folded, please. I, fa- 
I found out yesterday yep. because I had my uh, Waitrose delivery at home. <laughs> I'd rather Sheila sling my food at me at Audi's. I'd rather that. They don't uh, do that anymore, do they? No. I went in there the other day. They've got, they've got self-service deals now. Well, there you so you go can then. sing the food so you yourself. yourself. <laughs> yeah, and now I'm telling you, you can't pack there. You have to pack over there. I could just do it myself. But anyway, go on. Waitrose substitutes are normally pretty good. You don't get a le- oh, we haven't got lemon, so we've sent you lemon bleach. I found out apparently Tesco's delivery drivers used to have a whiteboard for the best um, best slash worst um, <laughs> substitutions of the week because some of them were so horrendous. <laughs> so yeah, just to give you a slight, I mean, we could, I could go on to, for about Tesco's for years, but it's that shop experience, isn't it? So Wilco's a very transactional um, experience. Yeah. You don't go in to talk to someone about the... I don't know, the plastic party cutlery you're buying for your kid's party or the paper plates. No, but if I were in there, someone would do that in the queue in front of me, though. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but you go in for a specific product and yeah. out again, which is why, well, actually, I don't need to make the effort to go into Berry to buy my paper plates and my plastic forks and everything because I've got a party next weekend. I could just sit at 9 o'clock last night, another reason why I get my food delivered. I can sit at 9 o'clock last night, oh, I'll just add all that to Amazon and it'll come tomorrow anyway. Yeah. So you're saving on fuel. So to push someone out of their house and off their phone, it needs to be that full experience and that full, make it an enjoyable shop. Um, I like the, and I love the idea, and I wish someone would open one in um, Sudbury, of um, if anyone remembers the Honeybee down Jail Lane. It was a cafe, but it was a child-friendly cafe, so there was an area. Um, and I think we mentioned this because it was Philippa Gunn that owned it. I think we mentioned it in her um, podcast. But it was it had a kid uh, toys out. It had a breastfeeding room. It was you weren't in there just to get a coffee. It was very very children friendly or baby mm-hmm. and toddler specific. So I think now to have that, but on top of that, the shop element is I'm pregnant. I don't know what to buy. Oh, well, you could buy this pushchair, you could do that. Yeah. So it's a ba- it's um, what are they called, like wedding list, baby list services. Yep. So it's that extension of, yes, this, you're helping them, but you're advising them. You might have samples in there. So you're still ordering from them online. They might not have everything in the shop because to start a business, you need money for the stock. You might not have that. So it's a way around that as well. Mm-hmm. So it's another business idea if anyone wants to open that in Sudbury give me a shout I'll help you do it because oh, it's a cracking idea same as a sports shop Sudbury needs a sports shop we used to have Sudbury Sports it was an independent it's gone we then had Sports Direct so I mean Sports Direct business model and the stories you hear is mental at the best of times but Sports Direct in Sudbury will not have done as well as a bit like when we had an M&S food hall when you look a bit like when I worked in the pub industry, you'll look biggest profit margin and sales to lowest. Who are you going to cut off the lowest? Sports Direct in Sudbury would have been one of the lowest. Right, we close it then. Probably had quite a high theft rate as well. So that erodes into their product margin. So you're then, actually, if you had an independent sports shop, there is enough people around here. And I was talking about it on another podcast about personal trainers. We must have 100 personal yeah. trainers. And that's just going to the gym. That is just simple gym stuff. Because yeah, you, you have can a use... specialist, yeah. so they do for trainers, they do the gait analysis. You can go in, you can try trainers. 
on a treadmill you can it's it's that extra bit of service again if anyone wants to open a sports shop give me a shout more than happy to <laughs> there's those touchy feely things like ordering yeah. ordering footwear and ordering trainers and ordering yeah. sportswear kind of want to go see it so the nearest place you can end up is probably freeport i'd say for that kind of stuff if you wanted I to i don't go. think anyone does gate analysis in freeport. i do yeah oh no axis did but they've gone there there you go yeah asics so kind of what we're going down the road of is that the two pubs today closing customer service it's experience in a pub as well you don't get people rolling in at 5 p.m for a few pints after work it's that experience of why have you gone out to catch it and your marketing does that people like in melford bingo is really popular a quiz night is really really popular it's certain events you love a bit of bingo, don't you? Yeah, I love a bit of bingo. Yeah, so if anyone's got any bingo, just let drop Farley a message. Yeah, and Nisha will come. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's not that diversifying, isn't it? it, it like I said, you, no, you can't smoke in a pub anymore. That has an, obviously a massive effect on yeah. drinkers. That's the that clientele. But now it's about food. You go yeah. there for your food experience and obviously the you know, where it is. Location obviously quite important. Yeah. But it's like those businesses that, you know, they haven't diversified. You know, if you go back a few years now, you know, we had Blockbuster. Blockbuster was worldwide. Oh. Right? Do you remember that? Yeah. Go and get your film. They get there and ain't there. Livid. Yeah. But you'd go and get your film from there. So, obviously, we've moved on to streaming services. Why is Netflix here? Where did Netflix come from? Where did Love Film come from? They used to send the films down the post. Though. I know. Yeah, Love Film, remember that. But why, did, why, are we not, why are we not all watching Blockbuster? They had the market, they had the brand, what happened? Yeah. Um, they do give Netflix a bit of taking the mickey out of them. Do they? On Twitter. <laughs> X. Not Twitter, X. No. So you have lost yes. Game now? Game has all disappeared? Oh, have they? Yeah, the computer stores. Yeah, they've all gone. Online. But yeah, I think at the end of the day, I think it's if you're a business and you're struggling or you're not sure what to do, it's getting, like you say, that model right. Who's your demographic? What are you going to do? events keeping up with the current trends the experiences and like you said all that touchy-feely stuff rather than being it transactional because if i want transactional and i just want to buy on price i'll go online mm-hmm. and don't get um what did the customer say to us the other day you gave me a um after coming in for a chat with you you gave her like a bit of a boost to get excited about our yes. business again yes. and if you are feeling like that and you're feeling like you know it's just day in day out day in day yeah. out yeah, we. Hopefully, this might give you a bit of a boost, a bit of an idea. Just we to... reminded her of that passion and drive, didn't we? Yeah. She was a bit going around, and you do. If you're, it's your own business as well. You sort of sit there and you go around in circles, and there's nothing worse than reading negativity about your business as well. It just slows you. So it's just opening up and talking to someone about that mindset. So if you do feel like that, give us a shout, and um, yeah, we can definitely help. But on the same let us know what you think about us randomly talking about the news and uh what's going on obviously business related and if there's anything that you think we should talk about give us a tag in it let us know and yeah we'll have a review and it would be lovely to hear from people that just to hear how your business is going what's working what's not is that you found experiences worked so yeah have a tag if you know of someone tag them in and share this um podcast with them and yeah let us know what you think thanks for listening thank you
thanks for listening to this episode. We really hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, please share with a friend who you think needs a bit of help with starting a business or even their small business, which they've already got going. Please like and subscribe to our podcast, which always helps a small business or small podcast like us. And check the show notes. We all have everything in there relating to the episode, which you might need, might want to read, and links to anyone we've interviewed and certain subjects we've spoken about. And thanks for listening.